don't think it can happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right. Welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. You can also get the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB, and you'll get all my shows from there. A lot of interesting things going on over the last couple of weeks. Um... Got a big response in regards to the mayor who was arrested. A lot of people want to know if she's still in office. I unfortunately haven't had a chance to track that down. And uh, Katie has been kind of busy uh, with paying attention to the World Series. So therefore, I don't know what she has or has not uh, as far as any information in regards to that. Uh, we'll try to get something this week, and um, hopefully, hopefully we'll get um, hopefully we'll get some answers on that. Because uh, a lot of people have been asking by sending me an email, uh, hitting me up on uh, Instagram, not Instagram, but uh, Twitter, letting me know what's going on, trying to find out what's going on. I guess I should say. So hopefully, I'll have an answer for you. Uh, what I'm looking at right now is a lot of crazy stuff. Also, I got. Some stories that are some feel-good stories coming up in the next couple of weeks. I do know I have that available coming up in the next couple of weeks. A lot of people made comments in regards to the truck driver who was killed and that everyone indicated that he was a good man. He lost his life swerving at the last second not to wiping out a, a smaller vehicle than his truck. And unfortunately, the man ended up losing his life and so I got a lot of response in regards to that. So uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I should be putting some feel-good stories together. Uh, I know I get a large response in regards to the feel-good stories. Um, and I'm also still getting feedback on the story I did uh, with Tammy Harvison uh, a couple of weeks ago where you know uh, people are saying, that was one of the hardest stories that they had to listen to. Uh, I do have a couple of other stories that will be coming up in the next couple of weeks as well. I got some interviews lined up. Uh, 
Katie had lined up a, several different um, victims, I guess I should say, um, and hopefully we get to share their stories. I want them to share their stories because if we all kind of listen to the stories and then we convey what's going on, not only in in their world, but in, in related into our world, then we'll understand one good act helps out another good act, one good deed to another good deed. If you just put the phones down for a few seconds and you drive behind the wheel like you're supposed to, there should be no issues. I know I got a couple of stories here today that that I kind of cringe at every time I, I hear about it and think about it because people, they don't, they, people have been warned so many times and it's so, people think they're invincible. That's the biggest problem that I'm starting to see right now. People are so freaking individualized right now. Hey, it's my world. I do what I want. Uh, screw everybody else. I don't care what kind of damage it costs. This is what the case is. This is how it is. And it it is starting to create a lot of hate and anxiety and, and animosity toward other people as you're driving down the road. You're just stuck in your own little world. Uh, people taking, I, I drove down the road the other day on the 15 freeway and somebody went from the fast lane, lane number three, zipped all the way across to lane two, to lane one, just to make an exit. And they did that in less than like three or 400 yards where normally that you, you would gradually, when you're like a half a mile away or a mile away, you start changing lanes preparing yourself for for the departure these guys if they were flying a 747 oh my gosh it, there would be all sorts of people flying up in the chair because they're going zoom zipping right over if they told you take a uh in a 747 if they told you to take a right turn you would just turn the wheel that way and and put the plane upside down or sideways that's what it appears to be like when i see it and Nine times out of ten, they're cutting somebody off. And, and the guy that's in the number one lane who's just about to pass that exit that you just barreled in front of him, they end up hitting their brakes, slowing everybody down, possibly causing uh, crashes that don't need to be. And I've seen it so close so many times. There has been so many crashes so many times, and it just makes you wonder, what is people... What do they think when they do this? Do they not know that there's other vehicles on the road with them? Do they think that their vehicle is non-damageable? Do they, I don't even know if that's even a word, but do they think that there's no damage going to be done to their car if they collide with somebody? Do they not know the devastations that could happen, whether they kill somebody, kill themselves, uh, injure somebody, injure themselves? Uh, think about the crash, contacting the insurance department, contacting uh, some kind of attorney, the CHP, contacting your work, telling them you're not going to be there for a while. And if you end up going to the hospital for a long period of time, you're going to be a long period of time in a hospital. Someone's going to have to pay for the hospital uh, stay. Now now, now you're going to be, oh, I'm going to sue so-and-so. Well, they cut me off. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Oh, and now this is why I'm saying dash cams are important. You got to have those things in the car. Anyways. Uh, on the good news, on the good news is I'm getting more and more foot traffic on the iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and the Google Podcast. 
I had uh, California obviously checking in like they normally do. Maine, Arizona, Colorado, Kentucky, Virginia, and Illinois last week or two weeks ago, uh, they've checked in. And with 18 new downloads from that state right there, that was very interesting on how we ended up with 18 new ones. And I think Maine, that was actually one of the first ones. And I want to thank them for downloading my show. And hopefully you keep downloading my show Listen to it and help spread the word. If I can save one life, if I can just save one life, then I feel what I'm doing here is important. Because honestly, talking to some of the victims, if somebody would have talked to the perpetrator that damaged and ripped their life upside down, flipped it upside down, inside out, and they would have not did what they did and their loved ones would still be alive, it would have been worth it. It would have been worth it. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. All right, when we come back, oh, a hit and run. And this is one of the worst kind because it deals with a Caltrans worker, a guy that's repairing the side of the road. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right. Welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. I'm kind of going solo today because... Katie is kind of in tune with what's going on with the World Series. And I guess after the show, I'll go ahead and find out what the scores are and all that stuff like that. Uh, You know, my New York Mets aren't going to make it, and they didn't make it. They probably won't make it for a long period of time, but I'm still a diehard Mets fan. All right, so anyways, uh, again, you can listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google uh, Podcasts. Type in a keyword, distracted DB. All right, so 
one of the worst things that can happen is late at night and you know that there's going to be road construction and they have all the cones laid out, but yet you think, again, you are the Batman or Robin or whatever the case might be, uh, you know, as far as the driving on the roads where you can zigzag in and out and you will not create any hate and discontent. You won't cause a, uh, a damage at all. Nothing will happen. And then yet, boom, it happens. A Caltrans worker was killed by a hit-and-run driver on the 110 freeway downtown L.A., and the driver is still sought, sought after. They're still looking for him, all right? And according to the uh, authorities, this happened around 12, 15 a.m. last Wednesday. And they're still looking for them. So you know there's going to be some kind of damage done. And again, this story here comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. So here it is from KTLA Channel 5. Since the pandemic shutdown started, we've been hearing from police that these street takeovers, where sometimes hundreds of cars show up in an intersection and start doing donuts and skidding out. We're learning out, a little bit more about this contractor. He's 48 years old, and he was a resident of Fallbrook, which is near San Diego. Uh, tragically, he was hit and killed this morning about midnight. You can see that gore point, that kind of triangular area where the lanes merge or uh, separate, rather from the left and the right. And that is where he was hit and killed as he was trying to put up a closure here at the Third Street off-ramp. It was 12.13 a.m. to be exact. And what CHP is saying is a black SUV kind of swerved, hit him, he died on scene, and then that SUV took off on the 110 southbound. It likely has damage to the front, but CHP is looking for the person who's responsible. The victim is a uh, subcontractor with Caltrans. Uh, they were doing some work in the area. He works for one of the uh, traffic uh, uh, companies, traffic management companies, and they were in the process of setting up a, uh, a closure. When we were here around 4 a.m., it, it was just devastating to observe uh, his co-workers. Some of them had witnessed what had happened. They were there, they were somber, they were assisting in the investigation however they could. And at this point, all we know is that it was a dark-colored SUV, as we've told you. But they're collecting more evidence, like camera footage and physical evidence that was here on scene. They're combing through that now and also asking for any other witnesses to come forward. Meanwhile, we're hearing, you know, hit and run, sadly, are all too common, not only in California, but also across the nation. There is more than one hit and run crash that happens on U.S. roadways every single minute. Think about that. Every single minute, somebody is involved in a crash and then flees the scene, leaving people there that could potentially need help. CHP right now is looking for other witnesses. As I mentioned, if you know anything, you're asked to call them. Their number, let's put it on your screen. It should be uh, there on the bottom. It's 213-744-2331. That is the latest from here in downtown Los Angeles. I'm Christina Pascucci. I'll send it back to you. All right, again, st that story came from KTLA Channel 5 out here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate that sound. Now, did you hear what the CHP officer said? There is one crash, hit and run, where they leave the scene, not only in California, but across America. It's like one every minute. 
Can you imagine the devastation that people are causing each other right now? Hey, I just don't get it. I know, I know, I harp on this each and every week, and you guys are tired of it, but yet it still continues to happen, and as long as it still continues to happen, I'm going to preach about it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to say something, and I'm going to let you know how disgusted I am with this. Because I don't want to be out there on the freeway, and I don't want my family out there on the freeway when somebody does something like this and they end up hurting my family or they end up hurting me. I don't need that. I don't want it. Don't need it. Don't care. No. Because I guarantee you, if the shoe was on the other foot, and how many times have we seen cases where they're in court and they're, and they're being sentenced, and they're being prosecuted to the max, and they start crying and going, oh my God, oh my God, I didn't really mean to do it. I, I, I never do it again, I promise. I'm never gonna, I just can't, I just can't go to jail. My nails will be ruined. Oh my God, my hair, I can't. Ah. That's for the females. For the guys, it's like, oh, I never do anything like this again. I promise I'm not gonna do it. Are you kidding me? You should have thought about it before you did the devastation, before you did your damage. As they always say, you you made your bed, now lie in it. So you end up going to jail, I applaud. And I hope they throw the book at people from now on. I really don't care. Throw the book at them, lock them up, and throw away the key. But anyways, that's just me. I'm tired of it. And I don't think that anybody wants to be caught off guard by something like that, because it's it, it's really life-altering. Here's a story when we come back. I got a story, and it's from uh, Chicago. A family seeks justice. See, people are seeking justice for what happened when it comes to a hit and run. It just happens. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. Talk about it when we get back. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Honey, are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, What? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. <laughs> oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Uh, Babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, This... This isn't happening, is it? 
Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. Welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast. I am your show host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. Facebook is DistractedDB. You can get the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. So the question or the statement that I have right now is, how do you leave somebody in the road for dead? How can one person or multiple people, if they're in the car, how can that be done? And how can you have a conscience? How can you go to sleep at night? How can you get up the next day and go to work and act like nothing happened? How do you explain the damage to your car? How do you explain what you've done? Well, there's a family in Chicago that is seeking justice for a hit and run who left their loved one in the road for dead, in the middle of the road. When the paramedics came on the scene shortly after, they couldn't believe that the victim was in the middle of the road And the question that they asked, how can someone leave somebody like this in the road for dead? This story comes from WGN News in Chicago. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. They say Kevin Belogue is still in the hospital. WGN's Brona Tomalty joins us now from CPD headquarters. Brona. Good evening, guys. It's been almost two weeks since Kevin was struck on a Belmont Avenue, and while his family doesn't know exactly what happened that night, they're hoping whoever is responsible comes forward. How do you walk away? That's what I'm saying. Crystal Horvath has had a rough couple of weeks. I have not slept. I have not... I can't tell you. I'm just... I'm a wreck. I can't... I can't come to myself. After her son, Kevin Bailo, was terribly hurt in a hit-and-run. The 23rd is the day of the accident. That evening, he was on this stretch of road. He was walking from Belmont and Cumberland. He must have got off the bus and was walking down River Road, which is the forest preserve. A car going by struck him and sped off. His whole head is all 
I mean, he opened up his whole head. By coincidence, a paramedic was also driving by and stopped. She says she believes Bailog was in the middle of the street when he was hit, but it's not entirely clear why. She also tells us she stayed with him until he was loaded into an ambulance. He went in as a John Doe. They did not know his name. His family only learning what happened the next day after the hospital phoned. I thought he was dead. Yes, I thought he was dead. Now his mother says his life hangs in the balance. That's my firstborn son. He's only 46. He's still got a life to live. You know, he still he didn't see his daughter get married yet. He didn't see her have a baby. He didn't. You know, he got a long life. He's only 46. And she's hoping whoever did this will speak up. I would appreciate if the person would come through or, you know, stop being a coward. I mean, if you hit him, you know, and you're scared, it's going to be worse if he dies. Now, again, all of this happened around 8 o'clock on September 23rd. It was on Belmont Avenue, just west of Cumberland. We also understand that the driver of the vehicle lost at lost his wing mirror, or at least part of the wing mirror, after striking Kevin. Chicago police are handling all of this, so if you have any information that could help them, give them a call. We're live outside Chicago Police Headquarters, Bruno Tumulty, WGN News. All right, and again, that story came from WGN News out there in Chicago. And again, I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. I know the story's a little bit old, but he's still in the hospital as far as what the reports all indicate to me. And yet they're still looking for the perpetrator of this. And so it's just devastating to the point where this kind of stuff still continues to happen. And I know that we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where I was talking about doing some themes when it comes to different stories that I do, whether it be hit and runs or DUIs, um, rollover crashes. And it just seems that hit and runs right now seem to be what is really the driving force of what the topic is about today and you know it, it just you wonder about this now here's a story that another story that i got from ktla and i know we're kind of short on time so i'm going to try to speed up through this a little bit but the driver was arrested in a rollover crash that actually went ahead and killed his cousin killed his cousin in a costa mesa street according to the pd a 22 year old driver a 22 year old driver was arrested on suspicion of murder. Now it's murder in a single vehicle rollover crash that killed his passenger and injured another person on the street. And unfortunately, my website's not up right now, so therefore I can't have that video posted, but I saw it on KTLA. And believe you me, when they hit that person on the side, when they fishtailed around as they're doing those little rollover, or not the rollover, but they're using those donuts in the, in the middle of the street, and what ended up happening was so devastating. But here's a story from KTLA, Channel 5, here in Los Angeles. Since the pandemic shutdown started, we've been hearing from police that these street takeovers, where sometimes hundreds of cars show up in an intersection and start doing donuts and skidding out, have been happening more often. But as we saw today, even though it may sound fun to some of these young people, these street takeovers can be deadly. If you look closely at the intersection, you can see all the uh, skid marks from the donuts. Two different street or parking lot takeovers. One, police say, leaves a young person dead, while the other easily could have done the same. 
Look at what happened to this 18-year-old woman, hit police say, as she was watching cars do donuts in the parking lot of Anaheim Plaza. When police arrived, they say they found about 200 cars and the unresponsive young woman on the ground. Not there, police and a witness say, was the driver of the car that hit her. He left right um, like 10 seconds before the uh, police showed up. 19-year-old Preston Shea of Anaheim was later arrested and accused of being that driver. But the bad news wasn't over. And unfortunately, uh, a, a person has died. About an hour after that incident, Costa Mesa police were called to Sunflower and Highland to reports of more cars taking over and doing donuts in the intersection. Police say while doing a donut, this truck flipped over, killing 23-year-old passenger Sergio Marroquin Jr. and injuring another passenger. The driver, 22-year-old minor Augusto Escoval Valle, who police say was the cousin of the man killed, was arrested on suspicion of murder. Costa Mesa police also say what happened here is connected to what happened in Anaheim. We got a call from Anaheim letting us know that there were a group of vehicles coming into our city. And as you can see behind us, this is the outcome. This is a countywide issue. And uh, as you can see, it has a very dangerous outcome. So, you know, we, we want people out there to know that this is not, not okay. Here in Costa Mesa, three spectators were also arrested, accused of aiding and abetting in the incident. Reporting live in Costa Mesa, I'm Chip Yost, KTLA 5 News. All right, and again, that story came from KTLA Channel 5 out there in Los Angeles, and it just goes to show you, yeah, bad things are going to happen. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. Until next week, remember, I don't want to die today, do you? And don't let anyone take the sands of time within your own hourglass. Until next week, keep your phone in the glove box as you're driving to work. <laughs>